Welcome to the Cosmic Earth Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Holbrook. I'm an astrologer and spiritual coach, and together we'll be exploring all things astrology, the wisdom of the earth, and both ancient rituals and modern practices to align with and heal your body, mind, heart, and spirit. And of course, we'll cover my favorite subjects, manifestation and magic. I created this podcast to remind you that you are infinite and are a divine piece of this cosmic earth. So if you like what you hear, connect with me and say hi over on Instagram at Rise with Natalie. And I will be seeing you in the stars. Welcome back to the Cosmic Earth Podcast. I am here with some amazing people, and today we are going to do something really fun. So I am here with the healing couple who are breathwork facilitators and who I met a couple of years ago in San Diego and went to a couple, I think I've gone to like two of your guys' events. And every single time that I did breathwork with this couple, this healing couple, healing couple is like the very right name for you guys, (laughs) because I feel like I would always experience this Kundalini, like Shakti energy. And there was something so powerful that I always experienced within the two of the two of them. So, um, thank you guys for, for doing that, for being that, for holding the space, for creating what you've created and welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. We're really happy to be here. I, I just feel like this is going to be such a fun conversation Yeah, and unique. I don't know what to expect. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is the fun of this. So let me give everybody who's listening, I'm just going to read your guys' bio and give a little background on you. So Corey Astrut, it's Astrut, yeah? Astrut. Astrut, excuse me. And Jessica Walla, yeah? Walla? Yeah. Okay. I didn't ask them before, but you guys both have really unique last names, which I love. Yeah. <laughs> that was the magnetism for each other, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. That's why we're together. How do you pronounce your name? Ooh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yours is kind of funky. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So these two are master breathwork facilitators and founders of the Reset Breathwork Method. Known as the Healing Couple, they lead soul-changing experiences to help high achievers heal from the inside out, unlock ultimate freedom, and amplify their lives and their impact. As a naturopathic physician and yoga teacher, They've traveled the world and experienced everything from plant medicine, talk therapy, yoga, personal development seminars, shamanic journeys, silent meditation retreats, you name it. But nothing came close to breathwork for long-lasting transformation. Through breath, they've transmuted years of anxiety, burnout, and depression into deep inner peace and self-love, abundant in life and business, and true happiness from within. Today, Corey has stepped away as a full-time physician, and together they've supported thousands of humans all over the globe through their events, group programs, and coaching, as well as train others to become reset breathwork facilitators through their certification program. Their mission is to impact millions of lives because they believe that together we can heal the world, and it starts with your breath. Woo! I have chills just reading that, and also... Corey is a Libra sun, a Libra moon, and an Aries rising, and Jess is a Libra sun, a Libra moon, and a Scorpio rising. So, wow, all of the Libra energy and a lot of Mars energy, because Mars is the planet that rules Aries, and that traditionally rules the planet of Scorpio. So to break that down, Mars is fire. So you guys both are like super air and lots of breath, because air is our breath. And then fire of like, let's fucking do it. 
that, that is us. Spot on. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yes. Okay. So we are going to be reading your guys' charts today. And for everybody listening, they have never had a reading before separately or together. Um, so is there anything specifically that you guys are like, I want to know this thing? Or is any, have any questions popped up in your mind about this? a great question. Do you have anything? I do. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I'm curious, like, <laughs> of course, astrology can cover so many different topics, but I'm curious about like, uh, the dynamic in our relationship when it comes to time, mm. mm-hmm. like whether it's maybe time management or preferred times or how we process time, because how, what, what really woke me up to Jessica being so different and how in my relationship with her is like, time had a different quality to it mm-hmm. meaning like I went through my life and I was such a doer and like my fire was like everywhere and like I'm doing this I'm crushing that like go 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 and not to say that I slowed down but it's almost like you know when you're driving a car and, it, and like you're going too fast like mm-hmm. if you look out to the side of the window you can't even tell like is that grass or is that a flower or what was that was that a bush yeah. and like I was going so fast that like, I didn't even recognize what was around me. And Mm -hmm. so when she hopped in the car of life with me, like, instead of going 80, we were going like 65, 55. And I started to see things differently. And so I'm just curious if some of that gets to be revealed today. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that question. That's actually a great question to just start out with. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to share my screen with you guys, because I think it's more fun to actually see the chart come to life. So I feel like in terms of that question, well, first of all, um, here are your charts (laughs) and, you know, the birth chart is if we were to imagine that the moment that you were born, that a photographer was standing outside of the hospital or the home and they took a photograph of the sky, this is what it would look like in terms of, and Corey, your chart is on the inside and Jess, yours is on the outside In terms of where all of the planets were in the sky, you can see that some of them were above this line and this line right here is the horizon line. And then some of them were below, which means that some were below earth. And as you can see just within your chart that you have a lot of planets that are right on top of each other and that are talking to each other. So (laughs) right away, probably even when you met, there was like this familiarity and this knowing of like, oh, we've, we've known each other. We've done this before. Like, I know you, there's something so comforting about you because this, this is called synastry. When you have all of these planets that are just chilling out, sitting together, they're like, yep, mm -hmm, we've done this. (laughs) So did you guys feel that when you met? Absolutely. Yeah. I would say it was, I felt that probably more than you did initially it was weird like I literally called my mom up the week that I met her and I'm like mom like I found the one like I told her that it was weird yeah I knew right away yeah Yeah. and I didn't know how it was gonna pan out but I knew yeah Yeah. and I I felt that comfort that familiarity like our first date where we went out to lunch like we were we were in this cafe slash restaurant for a couple of hours and they had and just in deep in conversation we ended up being the last ones there and we were so deep in conversation that they, like the manager was like putting up all the chairs on the tables. They were mopping the floors and we didn't even realize it until like an hour after the restaurant had closed, the manager like comes up and was like, Hey, like, I didn't want to bug you guys. So we did everything that we could to close out, but we do have to kick you out at this point. We looked around, we're like, 
oh my gosh, we're so sorry. <laughs> like we'll totally leave. Um, and so it was, we just felt that instant like connection yeah. where it was, it just was so easy and natural and like every conversation, it didn't feel like forced, like, Oh, what do I say? How do I impress, you know, the other person it, um, yeah, it just felt so familiar. And I think, but for me, I was so hesitant because like, mm-hmm. I was like, well, you know, this might be really great initially, but are you going to leave in, in a couple of weeks? Like, and that was my, my pattern. And, and so I felt it, but I was like, is this too good to be true? Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Yes. Um, and when you say leave in a couple of weeks, like meaning like he was just going to be gone or were you traveling or something? No, I mean like, just like, just ghost or yeah. like move on. Well, you like, were in San Diego and I was in Phoenix at the time. Yeah. So she came to Phoenix to visit her, her cousin. And then I was friends with her cousin. Mm-hmm. And so she oh. like paired us up without realizing it. She told <laughs> oh, Jessica everything about me and I didn't know anything about her. So it was kind of a one way, <laughs> one way interaction and experience, but yeah. Yeah. That's definitely how it was. Mm-hmm. So were you guys, be- so were you set up on a blind date then essentially? In a way, in a way, but it wasn't like super obvious. So my cousin had organized like a group dinner huh. and so she's like, I'll just invite a couple, a couple of our friends and whatnot. So it's not just like, oh, it's just you two, but then you guys can like, kind of get to know each other and whatnot, yeah. which was, was great. But we also didn't really get to connect very much because there was a, a lot, lot of other people. a lot of other people. and I knew everyone and she didn't right yeah. I didn't know anybody so then the, the next day we ended up going on going on a date mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. we got, went out for lunch and that's where we got to really well the truth is is we went to a bar later and it was just me and her and then I was telling this story and I was tired because I had been working all week so I yawned and mm-hmm. she had this thing with her friends where if someone yawns you put your hand like karate chop your hand in their mouth <laughs> So she did that to me. And so I have her hand in my mouth, you know, at 11 o'clock at night in a bar. I'm like, oh, okay. What, what, what is this? And I was so embarrassed. Cause like, that's an inside joke with my friends. It was so like, just instinct. I, we just would do that to each other. So random. I was like, oh my God, I just did that to this guy that I don't even know. <laughs> but he was like, this is interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, 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 tomorrow? That, yeah. yeah. Yes. For your number. And then I was like, Hey, I mean, I'm heading back, you know, to San Diego tomorrow. And so would love to see you before I leave. And mm-hmm. so we went out to lunch. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh my God. That is hilarious. First of all, I think that that just shows like that you have so much personality. I love that. I'm like, I love you like even more now. <laughs> I like- yeah, if, she, if she didn't do that, we probably would have never <laughs> nothing would have ever happened. It yeah. sparked your interest a little more, literally hand in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> oh my goodness. Amazing. Um, but yeah, I, those are the best dates when you're like, we could just talk and talk and talk forever and literally shut it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. So I want to look at, because I love how you asked, what was the timing? And I think it would be really interesting to see what was the timing for where you were at in your life and where was Jess at also? So um, is it, it's okay that I call you Jess, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, I go by both. This is going to be interesting. Very interesting. This will be really fun. Okay. So what I'm going to do is there's something called the transits and the transits are what was currently happening. Like you said, the timing wise in the sky. And so let me put this back to, okay. Remind me the date again. Was it November? 
when we met November 26th. Yeah. That was the actual day we met. And the next day, 27th was our first date. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. And then where was it in Arizona? Uh, uh, where she put hand in my mouth yeah definitely no central phoenix ah yeah (laughs) like downtown phoenix yeah date date was gilbert right date was gilbert yeah um okay phoenix arizona okay perfect all right so oh okay this is cool so first of all let me just go into your chart a little bit Corey. so you are an aries rising and this means that um, the, the rising sign is what you're here to grow into and it's how people see you. So people see that you're very driven, that you're very passionate, that you have a lot of fire in you, you know, and especially, I think that this can even relate to, you know, you becoming a physician and all that. It's like, you have goals and you're like, I'm going to get it done. You know, I'm going to go for it. And I'm, I can be even a little bit like, life in the fast lane, like you said, going 80 miles an hour, because that's so Aries. It's like, I got to go. I'm going to bulldoze. Nothing is stopping me. Get out of my lane. Sometimes it can even be a little like self-centered, not in a bad way, but it's because you have to achieve stuff. You know, you've got things to do. And like, if someone's not worth your time, you're like, Hey, bye. Right. But I I literally do that. Yeah. (laughs) Do you? See ya. That's what I do. (laughs) Good. So, all right. You also have the planet Jupiter, which is the planet of expansion in Aries. And so not only are you rising into this energy and is this how other people perceive you, um, but also you have your expansion here. And so we all have our Jupiter in different places. Like Jess, you have yours in Scorpio, which is funny because you also have a lot of that Scorpio energy. So it's just hilarious that like you guys have the opposites in these ways. Um, Oh wait, sorry. Actually, this is the transits that day. It was in Scorpio. But what was going on at that time was that this planet over here, so this is called Uranus, and Uranus is the planet of sudden change. And that planet on this exact day, and it was probably during this like two or three week time period that it was building up to this, that this Uranus hit that Jupiter, where all of a sudden you were like, I'm going to change who I am. And that it's not really just going to be about me anymore. But there's something that is going to change with me. And this, you know, this is the thing about astrology is that the energy is there. And it could have been that all of a sudden, you know, you could have gotten in a car crash, like all of a sudden something crazy could have just happened because you were going so fast, but that this kind of would show something would happen to change you physically, mentally, and the way that people see you. So you're in this energy And, you know, it's very common though, when this happens, that it's like someone else comes into our lives because now it's not just about us anymore. So that's where you were, that you were kind of in this, like, and we never, unless we're tracking astrology, we don't really know if this is happening or not. Right. So it's like, you were just like, okay, something is changing, something's shifting. And you probably even felt that shift before meeting just right. Like it was just something. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, I'm getting really teary thinking about it because I actually was on a bunch of different dates and like my relationship, I I actually had a previous relationship prior to Jessica and I was engaged, had the house, the car, the dog, the white fence, everything. And long story short, like she left, like she literally just came in one day and said, I'm done. And then I never saw her again. And I've been in a relationship with her for 10 years. And so it was a huge transition for me, but this day um, I showed up on time 
and she was 45 minutes late with her friends. And so I was, you know, a couple months out from my previous partner uh, leaving me, but, and just feeling like failure after failure with like relationships. And so I remember being outside at this restaurant that had like a fire pit. And I was like, I'm just going to go drink a beer and just enjoy this fire. And of course, a couple sat right next to me and were all over each other. Like, of course, I'm all about love. But in that moment, I had wanted nothing. I wanted no part of it. And I remember making this weird pact with myself of like, like, I'm going to wait five years before I even start dating. I'm going to figure out like, like my business, like I'm going to like figure out my finances. I'm going to like do it all on my own. And then I'm going to wait for, or like look for this partner. And Mm -hmm. Jessica walked in 45 minutes later. And so, yeah, like it really resonates what you said, like um, me choosing to like live a different path. And now I know I said, like, I made all these declarations not to be in a relationship, but I really remember in my body being like, this isn't working and I have to like do something completely different, like totally opposite. That was the energy. Yeah. Wow. That is, that's, that's so amazing. And it's like, here you had to go through that time of being with this person for 10 years for it to all, because this is what Uranus does is it's like a lightning bolt of it's like this constant, this like just planet of spontaneity that all of a sudden it's so sudden that you have no idea it's coming, but that came and it comes for this big reason because it's like the universe is like, Nope, this is not your person. This is not your path. There's something way better coming. And, and that's the energy of Uranus. We never know what's going to be coming, but it's always for a better reason. And then you got this thing right here. Yeah. Well, I mean, this day changed everything. Like, I ended up leaving my practice. I was asked to leave. Like, I mean, all these things happened. Like my life completely changed relationships, friendships, business partnerships, what I was doing, who was being expressed in like, yeah, it all changed that day. Wow. I didn't realize it. I mean, now I do, but yeah, it was, it was one of the biggest days of my life for sure. Mm -hmm. I have chills right now. That's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And the other thing, so Okay. So your, it's called your natal Jupiter, because this is where it is in your birth chart natally, right? Is that then when we look at, well, where was the Jupiter in the sky at that point? And that's when this was in Scorpio. And what it was doing for you is it was going through the eighth house and the eighth house is the planet of divorce. It's the planet or the sign, the the area of life of divorce, of breaking up, um, also of deep, deep transformation. So it's of death and rebirth. So it makes so much sense that even on top of you having this change in the outer identity, this is like on the inside, you were fully transmuting into something completely different where it was probably like so intense and hard for you to leave that job, to leave the relationship because it's everything that you knew before. And it's like this die off where you have to be this Phoenix rising from the ashes to be like, okay, I go through this and it's very psychological. It takes a lot of mental strength to then move through something and kind of be your own alchemist. Yeah. It's hitting me really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. It just, everything burned down. I mean, yeah, I I spent like four months in my apartment because my partner took everything. So Mm -hmm. I came home and she took everything. So I I literally just slept on my mattress on the floor. And so it was, I'm so grateful for it, but like, yeah, it's, it's really interesting that it's bringing up all this stuff. 
um, not, not, not bringing it up, but like, it's just, uh, you're right. It was just uh, so pivotal. Yeah. It was just, it was, it was, it was just rising from the ashes. I mean, it was like, the, the thing is, is that like now, like even if you go back to pictures or like if I run into my friends from a while back, or I even keep my, my photo, I, uh, my uh, driver's license from back then. Mm-hmm. and um I'll show people and like I don't even look like the same person wow yeah like I'm not the same person no I I had no I was like that's you or you will go somewhere and if you use that ID sometimes you'll use it if you don't have your other one and pe- like people won't let him into places because like that's this is not you like this looks wow. nothing like you yeah and it was only like I mean well now it's been like eight years but at the time it was only like four or five years yeah prior yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was just, it, yeah, it was really a, a, like not a do or die moment, but it was just like, that was the moment that I put my foot down. And yeah. So, life's going to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Thank you so much for sharing that and being so vulnerable in this. And, and I think that, you know, this is such a lesson for everyone that when we're in these deep, dark times, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, even when it feels so heart wrenching and you feel like there's nothing. And, you know, it's kind of crazy because even today right now, so I didn't look at your charts ahead of time of like, what's in the energy for us to be doing this reading, but actually like at this moment, um, the moon in the sky is, is right here, which is, um, in Gemini and it's at the last degree in Gemini right now. It's at like 29 degrees and it's hitting what's called your Chiron, which is the wounded healer. And wherever we have Chiron is where in some part of our lives, we've had some type of wound and we're here to go back, do more of that type of energy, go into where we were actually wounded in order to heal it. And so you having yours in Gemini is about people or communication or being like being afraid to show your whole self or to speak your truth, you know, and maybe even community in some type of way. And so it's the way that you're supposed to heal that is by then going back and doing more of that thing so that you say, okay, well, maybe I was somehow not given this or hurt in this in my past, but now I'm going to recreate the story. And then literally in this moment, the moon is directly on here. And so that's why you're even feeling this even more, because I actually think that right now it's probably very cathartic to experience this and almost relive this, but it's actually so healing to, to talk about it, to see it and to release it. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I'm feeling it. My, my, my palms are all sweaty. Yeah, I, I mean, I knew this was going to be deep, but I didn't think you were going to go right to it, you know, <laughs> like right to the thing. Yeah. Yeah. The, the stars always lead me. It's usually, it's always very channeled. I have no idea where it's going to take us. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. This is so beautiful. And what you were just saying about, you said Chiron. Yes. Uh-huh. And like right now, I mean, like there's been things just in the last two days, the conversations that we've been having about um, just like old patterns and whatnot. And like mm-hmm. his parents are coming to visit us tonight and they're staying with us for the next 10 days. And like that often brings up stuff of, you know, what, whatever's been passed down. You, you were just recently talking about like communication within your family and just things that, you know, kind of run in your bloodline and then talking about, um, what's been suppressed. Yeah. What's been suppressed and also talking about community and like friendships and like the old stories that we have around friendships and like, and working through those wounds. It's just interesting because we've been having a lot of those conversations the last two days Mm -hmm. of just like old wounds that are still 
showing up in some fashion in the present and how can we work through those to heal them? So yeah, yeah, this is all like just like really ringing true right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And something just to, to note is that what's going to be happening because since the moon is at 29 degrees, so the moon moves, um, every hour basically. And so every two and a half days, the moon moves into a new sign. So for the next two and a half days, the moon will be in cancer, which for Corey, that rules your area of home and family. So it makes so much sense that they're coming, you know, and that this is actually going to be whenever the moon is in that area. Um, it's a really nice time to deal with any of these things that have been swept under the rug, you know, or conversations that haven't been had because it is this house and area of family. It's like, what is underneath the roof, you know, the land, the food, the body image, the jealousy, you know, all of the things that also are in the deep psychology of our minds, because that's how our families run, you know? Um, so I invite you guys during that time, like if whatever's coming up, bring it up and bring it out because the energy is there for you to do so. Wow. Yeah. 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 So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, so you were in, you know, this deep place of transformation and on that exact day, Jupiter of expansion was also right on, or it had just moved past your Pluto with, which is the death and rebirth. So just organically, there was this piece of you that already had died you know, and like you had gone to the funeral and you were like, okay, this new piece of me is ready to be coming out. Or it sounds like you were even still kind of cynical about it. (laughs) And, And that's that energy of Pluto where it's like, oh man, like all the pieces of this glass just shattered. And so I'm just gonna let it be shattered for another five years and then build it up. But then Jess came up and was like, no, I've got the broom. Like here's something new. All right, my dears, by now you know that I am an astrologer and I'm clearly extremely passionate about astrology. However, there is a whole other piece to my business and one of my greatest passions, and that is something called Psych-K. And Psych-K is an incredible tool to rewire and reprogram your subconscious mind. What I love to do in my work is to use your astrology chart as your cosmic blueprint where we can see everything that your soul signed up for. We can see your gifts, your talents, your challenges, your habits, your patterns. Everything is truly mapped out in the stars. And the thing that I love about combining astrology with this process of Psyche is that instead of just being like, well, this sucks for you, We can use Psyche to transform our subconscious minds and transform these difficult things and issues and habits that come up in our chart. So I now have an extremely special offer that I am so passionate about and that everyone who has been a part of it so far has had life-changing results, and that is my activated and aligned private retreat, which is a half day session that you can work with me for four hours where we go through your entire birth chart. We look at what is holding you back, what limiting beliefs do you have, and what talents and gifts do you have that you are not yet using. And then bring in the site K to make sure that you feel empowered 
and rewire any of those old stories. Get them out of your head and out of your way, out of your life so that you can step into living the life that you know that you came here for. We can do this for anything that you know you have going on or if you want to plan out a launch of your business or if you want to step into starting a new business or if you want to figure out why you keep dating the same people or why you're attracting something or why you can't get into an abundance or fix your money mindset. Astrology has the answers to everything and pairing it with Psyche is the most powerful tool that I have ever seen used. I swear by it, my clients swear by it, and I would love for you to be able to get this experience. So if you are interested, send me a message over on Instagram or head to my website at risewithnatalie.com slash activated and aligned where you can learn all about this and I hope to work with you on stepping into the life that you know that you came here to create and the dream reality that you came here to experience. So I hope to see you very soon. So, okay, so let's look at what was going on for Jess at this time. Okay, so, um, all right, so first of all, Jess, you're a Scorpio rising and and you're a yoga teacher, right? Mm -hmm. So Scorpio risings, do you also love to dance? I love to dance. Yeah, I have so many Scorpio rising friends and they're all dancers, my mom included. Like it's, it's something about the Scorpio energy and it's like, it's well, Scorpio also rules sexuality and our regenerative organs. And so it's kind of like that movement of expressing, you know, it's very like the Shakti energy of moving it out through your body that you have to physically like move it out or else it's all of this pent up energy, like stirred up within you. Yeah. So at this time, okay. So let's see what was going on for you. All right. <laughs> so this is <laughs> what do you say like that? I'm like, oh, where, where are we going? <laughs> like something was happening. There were actually two kind of big events that were going on. So all of these planets that you see here. So this is um, the 12th house and also the houses. So the houses are these triangles and they represent different areas of our lives. So the 12th house is the house. I like to say it's the house of God because it's the things that we feel, but we don't actually see. And you have a ton of energy here. So there's, you know, like you really are here to be this spiritual teacher, a spiritual guide that it's very pertinent for you to have spiritual practices in your life, you know, so that you can feel like that is what, that's what you need to just feel good basically, you know, and that you, you probably even, I would even ask or say that you probably like really get messages and maybe even connect to the other side of the veil or have lucid dreams or, you know, anything along those lines. Cause it's very much tied to mediumship and psychicness and like transcendence. So at that time on this day, Mars was in Libra and Mars is the planet of action and this planet right here is Mercury, which represents what you're thinking about. It's how you're communicating. And Mars was directly on, or it was in between this Mercury and also your sun. And the sun is who you are. It's your essence. It's your ego. It's how you're seen. And Mars also represents masculine energy. And so this was the day that there was a new masculine energy <laughs> coming up to your sun, which is just you, you are the sun. And so that was there. But the thing that I love about this was I love that it was actually in this house of spirituality, 
because you also were kind of like, I don't know, like, I, I feel it, but do I see it? Like we live in different cities and there is sometimes within this house too, there can be a little fear because it's like, you're in the dark. And so even it was very natural. If you did have any of that fear of like, are you just, am I never going to see you again? You know, but also probably even maybe subconsciously suppressing any of these feelings just because you were like, well, I don't want to somehow get hurt or have this thing just, you know, like, I don't want to make too big out of a deal out of it. Yes. Only what was present Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's so funny. Okay. And then the other thing is that you were coming up upon a really pivotal time in your life that might have been like a really difficult time. Um, And that's because you have, so the planet called Saturn is where we have a lot of limitations and restrictions and it really makes us work very hard. And it's kind of like this planet of tough love. And this was before your Saturn return, but the Pluto again is that planet of death and rebirth. And the Pluto was coming up to your Saturn. So it was like, leading into this time of your life that you would be going through where you were going to be changing a lot of things, changing your community, maybe even changing your friendships, communicating um, or changing the way that you communicate and what you communicate about. And this can be a really, really difficult time where it's almost like there's definitely pieces of you also that are dying and that are being swept away. Um, And this energy is such a big deal that this is actually when we had this in the sky, this is when COVID hit. So not like the 2017 time, right? But just like these two planets together are when COVID happened. So it's like that massive of an energy. So were you kind of also like on the way to this big change that you then later experienced? Yeah. I mean, one, the relationship, right? Like that really kind of flipped a lot of what I thought was, um, you know, where my life was going and, and then like what was possible. Um, I had just moved to San Diego before I had met him. I moved to San Diego just a few months prior. So I was like, okay, I'm in this new city. I don't really know anyone. I'm like really rebuilding a new life here. Um, I had recently started a new job with a startup based in New York city. Mm -hmm. And I was in, in leading up to that, like I was doing a lot of, um, social media management, um, a lot of admins, work, um, and, and doing like, um, event coordination, all this kind of stuff. I was working at Stanford and I was working at the startup and thinking like, this is what I'm going to do. Like, mm-hmm. but knowing deep down, like it wasn't really meant for me. And a few months later, the startup actually asked me to, to, to leave. Mm-hmm. And, and so, and that really flipped a lot of things, you know, upside down for me. I mean, like initially, but then I knew, I was meant for something else. And I had started yoga teacher training in early 2018. So, um, or no, actually early 2017. I can't remember, but it was right around that time. And so I was really starting to follow my spiritual path and trusting that I have, a. I, what kept coming to you is I have a deep message to share. Mm -hmm. And here I was for a couple of years leading up to that. Like I was behind the scenes of a lot of big, thought leaders and a lot of top researchers and whatnot. And I was helping them share their message. I just kept being this whisper that like, I was meant to be more in the spiritual realm and share my own message. And that felt really scary to do that because it's like, okay, well, who am I? And what's the experience that I've had? And so this, a lot of this is really resonating. 
-hmm. and it had me really step out. And I was so grateful that I was asked to leave the, the startup um, because then it like, it was kind of like that safety net that just got like pulled out from underneath me. And then it, I only had plan a, you right. know, and I just went all the way in with that. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That's huge. And, and that's definitely like that kind of arising with this, it would be something about career related because it was through Capricorn and Capricorn is the energy of the worker or the boss. It's everything that has to do with our jobs. And then the other funny thing is that in the sky, so up here, this is the North node, which represents the lessons that we're learning about during that time in our life. And for you, this was going through your career house. So there was a huge emphasis on who you are, on what you're doing, and also how you're being recognized and seen in the world on a larger level of how you give back. So it was like, there was this area of there's something new that's coming into your life that's actually leading you into your purpose of how you're being recognized. So that's so beautiful because here you guys didn't even know that you would one day be forming something together. But this, you know, was telling you that. And then Corey, for you, it was going through your fifth house of dating and romance and play and creativity. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So <laughs> it was definitely, in, it was so cosmically timed out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I want to go into your actual charts now. And yeah, like you said that, I think you had mentioned one of your students had brought this up to you earlier. The fact that you guys are both double Libras, <laughs> it's like amazing. Um, okay. So you guys are both Libra sun and Libra moon. You are born three days apart. And here's the cool thing about that. So the sun represents who we are. It's just like our ego. It's our sense of self. It's how people view us, but not right away. It's like, they have to get to know us a little bit more. And then they're like, Oh, of course you're Libras. And for you guys, it also makes sense too. Cause it's like Libras are all about partnership and about harmony. It's about beauty. It's about balance. It's like things need to look clean and organized. And there's this element of air. That's like, let's also have fun. So how cool that it also is your business is centered around air. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally, like it's in oh, my heart that here as an air sign or as two air signs, you're doing something together that has to do with air. And, you know, air is also about elevation and Libra is ruled by Venus. And so Venus loves all things of beauty and fun and luxury. And, um, but you know, it's different than Taurus. They're both ruled by Venus, but Taurus is more of like, I'm going to be on the earth and be sensual and have my fanboy bring me grapes. And, you know, it's like this very like earthy, like feed me chocolate in the bath where Libra is like, let's go to the rooftop and let's dance and let's be together. And I'm going to wear my like fabulous flowy dress and I'm going to look really sharp. Like it, it likes to be, it's kind of flashy, you know, like it loves that, but it's also, I always think of since it's air, it's like elevated higher. And you guys are literally elevating people higher. I think that's even in your bio, right? Yep. And that's a lot of the language that we use. And we really support people in, in elevating their, their energy, their vibration, their lives, their business, their money. So 
this is blowing my mind right now because this it's just like, this is just the path that we've followed. And out of all the things that we've experienced on our healing journeys, like you mentioned in the bio, like all these different things we've done, which were all very powerful for our healing, but breath work was the one thing for both of us that was like the most potent. And we just followed that naturally. But to know that, like, that, I don't have any, you know, <laughs> it's on like when it comes to astrology, that it's like, duh, <laughs> it all makes sense. Yeah. It's like, of course, that there's something about you two doing this in partnership, using air. It's just, it's funny that it's like literally there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. right. So there's something really cool about the fact that you guys are born three days apart. So that makes, you know, these numbers here, these are the degrees of where the sun was in the sky when you both were born. So for Jessica, it was at 23 degrees for Corey, it was at 26 degrees, because that's just those three days apart. And so when we think about when we have a birthday, that means that the sun is directly upon our own sun, and that creates this portal of magic. And so when you think about, you know, when it's our birthday and there's the tradition of lighting a candle and blowing it out, that's actually a pagan tradition that's been passed on for hundreds, thousands of years. And the reason for that is because the candle represents the fire because the fire is the sun and that this is this way of the sun actually shining down on you for your dreams to come true. That's why it's like, make a wish, blow out the candle. So the reason that I even bring this up is that because you guys are basically on each other's sons, you guys actually bring each other that magic as well. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. That's so so cool. this kind of allows, and I'd love to even hear, like, do you feel like you're together able to like manifest really well and bring in these deeper visions of manifestation together? You have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Like all the time all the time. And people ask us like, how, how do you guys, especially with business, people are like, how have you guys like created and in life? Like how have you guys created the life that you have? Like, and so quickly, and it, it just feels, and we try to break it down people and like share with our clients and whatnot and support other people in doing so, but it just comes so naturally. And, and especially together, like things just seem to happen. And we do a lot of vision work. Like we're very clear on our vision and every single month we come back to what is our vision and what are our goals. And then I know for a fact, when we're together, we will achieve them. Mm -hmm. Like there's never a question for me, as long as we do it together. Like I know we can do anything. Wow. That's so powerful. That's incredible. And the thing too, is that when we look at, okay, so if we know you're Jessica, this inner wheel and then Corey's the outer wheel. So this is kind of a fun astrology trick is that you can actually see how the other person views that person, depending upon what house all of these planets fall in. So we can see that since Corey's sun and his moon, so his needs, and then also his Mars and Mars again, is like that activation. It's what impassions you. It's also your sexuality. It's kind of like the Navy seal of the Zodiac. That's like, we're going to go, we're going to do it. And it's also the cheerleader. It's a lot of energy. And so the way that Jess actually sees you is in this way of like, wow, we can create these things together that we vision and that we don't see yet, but we can feel them. And that you see him in this light of, okay, I see you. Yes. Yes. Obviously you see him, you're with him physically, but it's like these bigger dreams, these bigger things of 
we can transcend together, you know? And I would even assume that like, when you finally did get to know him on a deeper level, that it was like, wow, these dreams that I had of a partner are in you that I didn't even realize I was looking for. That's totally how I felt. I, I actually had a vision board that I had created probably a few months prior to meeting Corey. And I would look at that every single day. And then eventually I just, I put it away like in a drawer or something. And after I'd met him, I was going through that drawer, I think to actually move in with him temporarily Mm -hmm. at your condo. And I came across the vision board and I realized that I had this like one, like little corner of the vision board for like relationships and everything that was in that corner was Corey. Mm -hmm. And there was, I remember there's a particular one picture of a guy that was just meditating and just was like so peaceful. And I, cause I wanted a man who was, was really interested in spirituality and we could have these deeper conversations. And I looked at that, that man on the vision board. I was like, that's literally Corey. And I showed him that I was like, I manifested you like all of this is, you know, and, um, they were things that I knew I wanted, but I didn't know if it was possible. Like was, is there a man out there that is everything that I could, that I could want. And now you're in real life. <laughs> he had to go through his Phoenix rising first. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And there's, there's many moments where you've said like, you know, I don't think that we would have worked out like even a year prior or two years. Like if we would have met each other Mm -mm. at a different time. We talk about like when we were in college, because we actually almost probably met because weird circumstances, but like, um, I went to a small D3 community college to play basketball Mm -hmm. in Minnesota, but it bordered Wisconsin, which is where she was at the time and that's where she grew up and so I actually knew her ex-boyfriend from high school and played basketball against him oh my god my ex the one that I spent 10 years with her younger sister actually dated him in college what so it's super weird and then I had this situation leading up to college where I needed to make a, a decision because I wanted to either go to the College of Biological Sciences at the University of Minnesota, which is pretty elite, and I got waitlisted. And then this small D3 college in Winona, which is where I ended up going, or Madison, Wisconsin. And for whatever reason, I, I think I got wait, I got waitlisted at Madison. And then like two weeks before, Madison accepted me, the College of Biological Sciences accepted me, and St. Mary's had already accepted me just because it was a small school. And I had to make a decision. And so I almost went to Madison and that's where Jessica went. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so even though I was three years older than her, when I was a senior, she would have been a freshman. And there's just a lot of, there's a couple other, there's just, a couple different like events or things that were, we, we were both there. We almost but met. I, where I was like, oh yeah, I went to that thing too. And you're like, I was there too, but we, you know, it was such a big thing. We didn't see each other, but there was just moments where we could have potentially met yeah. or crossed paths, or we were even, we went to the same place in Peru, like, like the same like little town. So there's like these crazy synchronicities and it's like, wow, what if we had met, you know, and what would have happened? And you've mentioned many times, like we, we, we wouldn't have worked out. Right. And like, we, like, like, like this place in Peru, like it was Iquitos, Peru, which is this tiny town. Like there is nothing there. 
and I and she took a picture of this little marketplace that was like not on the main road but off the beaten path like and I was like I've been there and I actually bought a poster there and we passed we missed each other by I think a year or Mm -hmm. something like that yeah Mm -hmm. so it's just very interesting circumstances Mm -hmm. yeah all in the timing you know because even at that point had you have crossed paths it's like none of this energy would have been there of this like hell yes you know Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. wow that's so fascinating okay so then if we look at how Jess or no how Corey then see like where all of this energy is from Jess is that this is all in the relationship house (laughs) so you know and and that it's so funny that you said that it was kind of this like right away you just knew that you called your mom you know because whenever I've seen couples like that and even in my own experience of of that it's like that person will have a lot of planets happening here in the seventh house because this is the relationship house and so it was like you saw her you met her it was that whatever four or five or three hours later that you were like yep this is the one you know you just see all of these things that she is it's like that's my partner because this is really that house of partnership so is this the day we met again, this chart, or is this, what, what is this chart? Because I know you flipped. Just the energy between the two of you. Got it. Mm. Got, it got it. Got it. Yeah. So instead of having the days in there, it's just like, if we were to put, like, we have both of your charts on top of each other, then this is how the planets then sync up. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that is just the suns and then where you fall in terms of the way that you view each other in that. And something else that I think is really special that you guys have is the fact that you do both have these moons in Libra and the moon is it's our needs. It's our emotions. It's our relationship to women even, and our relationship to our mothers and the, the beautiful thing of the Libra moon is that it just loves to be with people and it loves to be with a partner. You know, it's like, it's, it's like hashtag better together, right? Like everything is, it's like, oh, I could do this thing by myself and I am independent, but I would love to have someone there holding my hand or to share this sunset with, or to enjoy this dance or this piece of music with, right? So you guys both have that as one of your needs. And then I'm sure that this is even a lesson that you've learned separately and together is that the shadow of this is that there can be like people pleasing or pushover or just trying to like please the other one too much. And so the journey of the Libra moon is to really be in balance within yourself first and to be your own best friend first. And then you come together and then you're like, and then we bring the harmony, me as an individual, you as an individual, and then we get to create what we want to together. That's, that's so present and is something that we've been really moving through recently is like undoing those people pleasing patterns and, um, and, and wanting each other to be, you know, so happy. And like, sometimes then like, we don't necessarily communicate our needs or we will allow that to trump our own needs. And so really working on strengthening, like just standing up for ourselves, communicating to each other. And not having so much emotionality, you know, Mm -hmm. wrapped up in that, that it's not personal, that like we can communicate those with each other and that it's okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's a huge piece is just communication in general, because 
Libra, so all of the air signs, so Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius, communication is kind of like your thing, you know, and, and that makes sense with you leading people, with you having your own certification, with you guys being teachers, because this is also the energy of teaching, right? It's like, I have all this knowledge. How do I now spread this to my people? And it's about like the way that you kind of nail and master the relationship is everything through communication and through that compassionate, like conscious communication of these are my needs and what are your needs and how do we work on this together? And I think that that sometimes can be a really difficult thing for people who have a lot of Libra energy because it's so, it doesn't really want to stir the pot, you know, like it wants peace. It wants things to be beautiful and happy, but that's like the, the lesson of Libra too is, okay, how do I make sure that I feel just as seen as well? And that it really is all about equality and fairness. And that within this, we can go to sleep every night feeling like it's fair. And like we go to bed happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of the beauty. I think of having the same needs is that you understand each other, you know, you understand each other in terms of the needs and then also within how you shine And then, like I mentioned earlier, it's really cool that you both have this Mars energy because Aries is ruled by Mars, which is like, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it happen. And Scorpio, which is your rising just is, is ruled by Pluto, which is the death and rebirth. And so I'm sure that you've experienced a lot of that in your life of these transformations of who you are, of who your what your identity is, you know, how you're seen. But then the traditional ruler, so a lot of the signs or a few of the signs have traditional rulers from like back in like the Egyptian days and that, and this was because Pluto wasn't even found yet, you know? And so Mars was that ruler also. So you guys both have that deep passion and that like, I'm going to go out and do it and make something happen. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So, so that's really neat. And then the other thing that I just want to also touch on kind of like, career-wise is that within Capricorn, you guys both have, you. so you have this connection right here, these two planets. So in Corey's chart, you have Neptune, which is the planet of spirituality, and it can sometimes even be anxiety. And yours is right next to, or what we call in astrology, conjunct. So it's like they're sitting together to Jess's planet of Uranus, which is that sudden change. So it's funny because it's like, all of a sudden there was this initiation with the two of you meeting that was like, wow, I I have this spiritual piece of me, or I have maybe something within me that I'm seeking, but I don't know what it is yet. And then Jess was like, here I am. (laughs) Or like, I don't know, there was something I'm I'm feeling like maybe you even introduced him to something um, because this is, you know, they're right on top of each other. And then it also is in Capricorn, which is about ideas and work and being the boss. So you guys have this together. And then I think that on like a deeper and broader level is that there's something about the two of you together that it's like, you could just sit and all of a sudden have this enlightened moment, you know, where you're like, where did this idea even come from? And then the beautiful thing is that because this is in that Capricorn area of work, that you can really bring that to your community as well. It's like this transmission of let go of the shadow of Neptune, which is anxiety, and instead bring in this higher genius where it opens up this portal of freedom and freedom through spirituality, through going through those motions in a way that's not of the normal 
physical realm, but of something higher. When you mentioned like, oh, just maybe you like introduced him to something. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I was going through my yoga teacher training. I was, I thought that you being a yoga teacher is what I wanted to do. And actually through yoga teacher training, it led me to go much deeper with breath work, even though both of us had had a breath work practice for years leading up to that, but it had me dive deeper into it and dive deeper into wanting to facilitate this work. And so yoga teacher was kind of like the, the, the yoga teacher training was kind of the catalyst to that. And so I had this moment where I said, like, I have to teach this work, like specifically breath work and bring this to the masses and support people in healing. And I would share these visions with Corey and I ended up enrolling in a breath teacher training. And then Corey was like, I'm going to do it with you. And I was like, really? Okay. And like specifically this modality, like he had never experienced before, but he just like dove right in and we did a teacher train together. And then that like really had a skyrocket from, from there. And in the teacher training was when you really started experiencing these, these even deeper breath work, almost like plant medicine journeys. And that was really powerful for me to see you like go, go through that. And, and then instantly we knew like, this was the path for both of us to share, you know, to to share our work and really build, start building a career Mm -hmm. out, out of this. Wow. That is, yeah. So epic. So beautiful. And you know, the other thing that is kind of fun about this is that Um, I think when people ask you about like, how is it that you guys do this or how do you manifest and all of that? It's because you guys have a lot of this energy where it is this relationship partnership is kind of like the foundation that you have that strength in that. And then, you know, the two most crowded houses where you both have a lot of this energy is the relationship house is the transformation house and is the career house, (laughs) which are kind of like the three biggest things that you're doing, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's wild. Oh my gosh. That's really wild. Huh. Yeah, yeah. So all of the validation. And I think the last really fun thing to do would be to look at the date of when you guys had this first event and when you kind of kicked all this off, um, just to see what was happening in the sky at that time. So Okay. Tell me the date of that one, one more time. Yeah. So that was February 7th of 2018. 2018. Yeah. Okay. And then that was in San Diego, right? Yeah. Specifically ocean beach. Okay. It's the very first workshop that we did. And it was a law of attraction and breathwork workshop where we were just like, let's take all of the, the things that have helped us most, the mm-hmm. tools, the exercises, the practices, and like lead people through a breathwork journey. And let's just share this with community. Mm-hmm. And we didn't at that time know that like, then we were going to start a career out of this, but we knew we were onto something. We were just so passionate about sharing with other people. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, well, first of all, I think it's amazing that you guys took the workshop and then very quickly after like did something with it, you know, or that you guys took the training, I mean, and then created your own workshop after. So, okay. So what was happening in the sky on February 7th, 2018 in San Diego was that, well, you guys just celebrated your, what is that four year anniversary? So a happy work anniversary. (laughs) Thank you. First event. February 7th. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so the cool thing about this is that, okay, so this, so the, here's the thing with astrology. It's like layers and layers and layers, right? So here's again, Corey's chart, Jess's chart in the middle. And then this outer layer now is what was happening in the sky at that time. So where was the sun? I always like to see where was the sun because where was the spotlight and the spotlight was actually in the area of groups and organizations and events. <laughs> so it was definitely meant to be that there was something happening where you were gathering. This is kind of that, um, that house of the great gathering, right? And there was also other planets in there. It wasn't just the sun. It was Mercury, the planet of communication. It was the south node, which is also the area of past lives. So for both of you, I'm assuming that when you do this, you feel that you're even activating something that you've done before, whether it's breath work or some other way of teaching that you were like, yeah, this is, it's, it's us, you know? Um, and then the sun was there and then Venus, which is of women, of money, of prosperity, of fun was also there. So this was that, that deep energy that happened. And also the, the Saturn and Pluto area was still going on where there was this huge transformation in a way that required a lot of dedication and discipline happening for you both at that time. And then on that exact day, the moon was in Scorpio, which is the, the sign in the area of the depth and of the death and rebirth and of the renewal into something completely new. So that was kind of even where the emotional state was. And it usually like when people go through these deep experiences or transformations or something big happens, like I know if I'm giving a reading to someone that it's going to be like really emotional or something, I'm like, let's do it during Scorpio because that's when we go in deep. So it was in this time where the depth was there, the community was there and the big change for both of you on this like really massive level within career and within community was there. Wow. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. And definitely like when, when we were doing it and still now, but like back then when we were doing these events, we'd look at each other and be like, we've done this before. Mm -hmm. Like this is, wow. like, mm -hmm. we would say that. Yeah. 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 It just felt so, so natural to us. Yeah. And yeah. that specifically that night when we drove home after the workshop, we cleaned everything up. We were, we were hanging out people for quite a while afterwards. Like it was just a beautiful night. And we, we drove back up to our little beach bungalow in San Diego, we pulled up in our driveway and then we ended up sitting in the car for like at least an hour after that event, just like reflecting on what people had shared. And people were like, my, my life is forever changed. Like, I want to share this, you know, with my mom and my sister and like just these incredible breakthroughs. So we were just like, you know, just going back and forth, like, oh my gosh, this and that. And there was one moment where time felt like it slowed down and we slowly looked at each other and I said to Corey, we have to keep doing this. Mm -hmm. And I, we didn't know what it was going to look like, how often, like we didn't know the hows at that, at that point, but we knew that this was, we were meant to do this and we just had to keep going. Yeah. Wow. That is so beautiful. Oh, thank you guys so much. Do you have any questions about your, about anything else that you would want to know or look into? I know it's so much information. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think, but I mean, this was, this was so just like mind blowing for, I think for both of us, mm -hmm. like, and there's just a lot of confirmations for what we are, what we're creating in business and in partnership that I'm just like, yeah, I'm just blown away. Um, 
I feel really complete with this. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything for yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just so surprised at how many things line up, especially mm-hmm. with our relationship. Right. And business and events. It's mm-hmm. really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I'm I actually, I, I am curious because a lot of this was like, you know, when we first started and like relationship and then when we did our first event, but I'm just curious, like, is there anything we can look at as far as like what maybe this year looks like for us or even looking a little bit into the future, what's possible? Yeah, absolutely. It's funny. Cause I was just going to say that. Too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So right now, so Jupiter, which I had mentioned before is, you know, that planet of expansion and bigness and also abundance and luck. So I think it would be really good for you guys to each know separately where this Jupiter is moving through in your areas of life. So you can both hone in on that and then know that it's kind of like you're in this area of abundance that you can then capitalize on together. So for Corey, Pisces, so Jupiter is moving through Pisces in the world. And so for you specifically, though, it's going through your house of deeper spiritual initiation. So there's going to be something this year where maybe there's some way that, you know, you're going to be having these more like deeper visions, bigger visions. And so really go with this into your dreams this year, you know, set intentions, be even more intentional, be more in that meditation, like whatever it is that you need to do to get more connected to spirit, do so, because this is that time for you to be in that. And to also know that there could be times where you might feel even a little bit lost or off or feeling like, why am I feeling this way? Because This is when things are in that area of our subconscious. And sometimes we don't know what's actually going on, right? It's like, we feel it, but we don't see it. We don't know. So just kind of like, this is where you hold on to that deep faith and really strengthen that faith. And that's where you're going to have this beautiful, big expansion this year. Well, that resonates. Mm -hmm. That really resonates. Yeah. Yeah. That's been happening already. Like I, coming home to my own spirituality and, and re not reevaluating, but just, there's a deeper depth to it. Yeah. My dream has been crazy. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Intense dreams. Yeah. Write them down, you know, definitely mm-hmm. a little dream, dream journal. Yeah. yeah. And then just for you, yours is going to be through the area of creativity and a fun and also of this is also the house of children. So I don't know if that's anything you guys are thinking about, but that is also this area because this is of create- would, would children be pets? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Can definitely be pets. Okay. I've been talking a lot about wanting a golden retriever. Like, oh, there you go. Okay. I've You're- never really been a big dog person. Uh-huh. And and so for me to, I'm like, it keeps coming up for me. And I keep saying like, you know, what if we get a golden retriever? And he's like, what about this? What about that? I'm like, no, I really want to go. And I've never been like this before. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, absolutely. Animals and pets and anything that's bringing you a higher level of joy and sparking play in your life. That's where your emphasis is going to be this year. That's so cool. And that was one of my, my big like intentions for this year is to just have more fun, more play, more hobbies. Um, And I actually just wrapped up a four month mentorship with a vocal coach. And like, that's just been all about creativity and creating music and, and just playing with my voice and not really know what I'm doing at times, but just like, just playing and having fun with it. 
Yes. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Beautiful. So yes, you guys. And I have one more question now for you um, that I like to ask everybody as this podcast is called the Cosmic Earth Podcast. What does it mean to you guys to be living in and as a part of a cosmic earth? Oh, <laughs> surprise. Um, yeah. <laughs> Not the end. <laughs> cosmic earth. I, for me, how I interpret that is that we are these physical beings, right? When we're, we are on the earth yet we can have such spiritual experiences. And the more that we make that a priority or experience that every single day, I think that leads to fulfillment that we can be grounded on the earth and Mm. be here as humans and connect as human beings with one another. And also, um, when we connect with higher realms when we connect with, um, ourselves, not just as human beings, but as spiritual beings and bring that together that I believe creates yeah, deeper fulfillment and, and harmony mm. to our lives. Mm-hmm. What about you? Corey? Also, me? Also, okay. Also, harmony is keyword for Libra. So you yeah. That box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, I've never, had a connection with the stars in this way. Like they, they used to always just be bright, you know, burning balls of light in, in the galaxy, as they say in Lion King or whatever, brilliant burning balls of gas in the, (laughs) in the galaxy. And, um, I, I didn't realize how connected they are not only to our daily lives, but to our visions, you know, and our future. And I didn't realize like, I was, I was like, you told us like, get, you know, be vulnerable, be, be emotional, like just try to be open. And I was like, absolutely got it. And I didn't realize you were going to go right to the heart of my life. <laughs> like if there was like a few weeks or a few months of my life that were the bedrock of who I've t- chosen to be today, like through the hardship and through the fire and as well as like all the gifts that I've now received, like that was it. And, and to see the stars reflect that was really it was an out-of-body experience. I was trying to hold back, just not sobbing for 10 minutes mm-hmm. as you were reading that. Um, and I was really blown away. So I am excited to really dive more deeply into this because I see I see the meaning and also the purpose behind it now. Wow, beautiful. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for being so vulnerable. Thank you for sharing all of this. And Tell us a little bit about if there's anything that you're offering that people can be a part of and how people can get in touch with you. Right now we are in two of our programs, our, our signature programs, they've are, they're already underway, which is our breathwork teacher training. So for those who want to become certified breathwork facilitators, we run our training program mostly online and people can become healers and become leaders in their community and share this work. We also have our reset breathwork immersion, which is a really deep immersive eight week experience where you experience breathwork journeys, many other breath practices, and really experience self mastery and dive deeper into who you really are. Yeah. So many people come out of this program being like, I just, 
I just have so much confidence in who I am and so much inner peace with who I am. And it allows them to reach that next level, whatever that is in their life. Like you go through a really deep evolution in this, in this experience. So those are going on right now, but we, we launched those both programs twice a year. So both of those programs will happen again this fall. So we have our wait list open for those who want to either become facilitators of this work or want to just experience it more deeply for themselves for personal healing and transformation. So that's all at our website, thehealingcouple.com. And if people want to connect with us deeper, we love, obviously, as Libras, we love community (laughs) and connection um, and diving deep with people. And so where we love to hang out is Instagram. So you can check us out at thehealingcouple underscore follow us, send us a message, just say hello. If any part of this conversation resonated with you, we would just love to just genuinely just hear from you. Beautiful. All right, you guys, well, everybody listening, definitely check them out, check out their website, their Instagram. These two are so powerful together, as you can see in here in their charts. Thank you guys so much for being here. It's been such an honor. Thank Thank you you so much. This was so powerful. Thank you for leading us through this. Yes. All right, everybody. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Cosmic Earth Podcast. If you did, share it with your soul family and don't forget to leave a review and subscribe. And if you want to stop playing small and step further into living the life you know you came here for, send me a message over on Instagram at Rise with Natalie. And make sure to follow along for cosmic inspiration and guidance from the stars. Thank you guys again for listening and go out there and find some magic today.